Good morning! It is Thursday, December 10th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer for the busyness of our day begins. We've got just a few weeks left in the year 2020, and we have decided to spend that time reading through the Psalms of Ascent in preparation for Christmas and the New Year. The Psalms of Ascent are specially titled psalms from 120 to 134 and work together to encourage the reader to direct their devotion and affections heavenwards. Let's see how our psalm does that today. I'll read our passage for us, pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Psalm 123. To you, I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, till he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Let's pray together. God, we have come once again to your word, and we would be foolish to think we could do that apart from you. Lord, help us to use this time wisely, not to fill ourselves up with biblical knowledge, not to check off a box on our to-do list today, but to actually engage and spend time with you, our Lord. Amen. So far, this is the shortest psalm that we have come across in this batch. Only four verses. I'm going to read it again for us, and as I do, try and get a taste for the state of the psalmist as he writes. Is he content? Is he in distress? What is his attitude? To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Well, I hope that you see the deep trouble and distress that our psalmist is in as he writes this. He begins similar to the way Psalm 121 starts, but his tone is quite different. He is looking up to the Lord and lifting his eyes to him who is enthroned in heaven, but it is a patient waiting and look of expectation. Verse 2 describes how he is looking to the Lord as a servant looks to the hands of their master. And I don't know if this connects with anyone listening, but the role of a servant is to be ready and attentive for the master. If the master so much as signals with his finger, the servant needs to be ready to leap into action. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard before that Queen Elizabeth, the Queen of England, has a signaling system with her secret service that involves the different ways she carries her purse. If she's talking to someone and wants to get out of the conversation, she simply needs to shift her purse a certain way and expect to be whisked away by security. Now, I don't know how true this is, but imagine the intensity and the focus of the eyes of her security team. They are watching everything and waiting to see if she ever signals. And the psalmist describes himself this way. He's looking up to heaven like one of the servants, just pining to see when the Lord will have mercy. 
verses 3 and 4 signal to us the context of why our psalmist is feeling this way. He is surrounded by a people who hate him. He describes them as having contempt towards him. Contempt. This word isn't used very often, but we all know what it means. And it's not just hate. It's a constant feeling of superiority that is deserved. Those who are around the psalmist are subjecting him to themselves and scorning him in such a way that is especially hurtful to him. And the psalmist cries out in verse 3, Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us. In the Bible, when something is repeated, it's a way of highlighting and putting an exclamation mark on what is being repeated. Saying this twice, have mercy on us, further conveys the desperation of the psalmist. And so we look to verse 5 to see how the Lord answers. Except, there isn't a verse 5. The psalm just ends, right there, with the psalmist just making his request known to God. So as we go today, how do we think through this psalm? How do we process the fact that the psalm just ends, seemingly, unresolved. And I say seemingly on purpose, because I think it does resolve. Let's look at two things that I would submit for our meditation today. First, I've been excited to do Psalms because I've had this massive commentary on Psalms sitting on my shelf for years that I think I've only ever opened once. And it's by an old, old Princeton theology professor named W.S. Plummer. And in his commentary on this psalm, he says this, As long as life lasts, it is never amiss to look to God for help and guidance. He who permits our distresses to come upon us can take them away, or sustain us under them, and bring good out of them. The Most High is not limited in wisdom, power, or goodness, but has all perfection. Nor does he scorn our low estate, but greatly pities us. Man may rage like a wild beast against us, but God is as gentle as he is glorious. At no point in this psalm does the psalmist ever deny the sustaining work of God, even in the midst of being the object of contempt and scorn. Never once does he even hint that there is even a taste of bitterness or confusion about who God is in all these circumstances. Secondly, in verse 2, I think we get a huge hint as to the purpose and the conclusion of this psalm. He says, Our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy upon us. Until he has mercy upon us. The psalmist knows who God is and knows that he is merciful and that mercy is coming. He must just wait. But all the while, he is more than willing to make his request known to God and tell him exactly how he feels and ask for deliverance. But notice even in how he does that, God is honored. So as we go today, these two things are easy for us to rally around and to identify with. However, if you're like me, when distress and crisis come, it is almost impossible to have the attitude of our psalmist here in 123. Let me close us in prayer. O oh Lord our God, the one who is enthroned in the heavens, you are superior to us. But just like W.S. Plummer says, 
At no point do you ever hold that over us, but instead you greatly pity us, your children. It's to you that we lift up our eyes. Lord, we know that when we lift up our eyes to heaven, we will not be ignored. We just have to wait. Wait for you to have mercy upon us. But never once restraining your goodness from us. God, help us to see that. Help us to understand that like this psalmist so clearly does. Lord, as we pray, help us to be able to articulate and express our emotions to you like we see here in this psalm. God, help us not to be robotic when we talk to you. As we pray, Lord, help us to search the depths of our hearts and our emotions and describe them to you as carefully as our psalmist does here. Lord, you are our Father and our friend. And as we look to you, high up enthroned in the heavens as our King, God, we know that you expect to hear from us and to delight in our King. God, as we go today, be with us. Help us to meditate on the truths of this psalm. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.